tuning into Headspace Adelaide Sessions. Uh, well, this is part two of our chat about coronavirus and how we're dealing with social distancing and that sort of thing. I'm Steph. I work and study and am a volunteer at Headspace. My name's Claire. I study and I work at Headspace. Um, I'm Alicia. I currently study and am a youth ambassador at Headspace. And I'm Gabby. I work at Headspace uh, and I'm also studying. Now that we've all introduced ourselves, last time we had a bit of a chat about uh, creating a routine and having good communication with the people that we live with and just kind of managing expectations and making sure that we set up workspaces and and bits of routines to help ourselves. Today, we're going to have a bit of a chat about more physical things that we can do, resources, and getting creative with different things that we can try out and different self-care. Firstly, I guess in terms of resources, obviously Headspace is an amazing resource with tips and tricks online, but do any of you guys have any resources that you've found really helpful through this period? Touching on the Headspace one, I know as a youth ambassador, we're always recommending really cool apps for young people to use. So I've actually been utilising a lot of our meditation ones, particularly like Smiling Mind. You can kind of put all your details in and it generates your own program that's suited to like what you want to get out of it. So if you want to improve your sleep, um, which is definitely a big thing for me during quarantine, um, my sleeping pattern has just gone through the roof because I don't really have a routine to stick to. Um, So getting my sleep back on track has been a huge priority for me and I'm really glad that this app can help with that. Um, So yeah, utilising meditation apps, um, exercise apps as well, really helpful. But yeah, Headspace is great for recommending apps. (laughs) I guess my resource is more than just other people (laughs) Um, and, and talking and using them as a resource just to like check in, make sure where I'm at is I guess normal or helping normalize my feelings and also using them as a resource to gain information as well because I found that news at the moment is really overwhelming for me and engaging with it was really like upping up my anxiety a lot so I have a cool little buddy relationship now with one of my friends who's really into statistics and into just knowing lots of information so he can he like just every day checks in see all the numbers things that's going on and then just when I feel like I am able to take on that information I can just reach out to him and have a little chat about where the world's at right now and how it all looks and what are the current like rules and regulations in place so that's kind of been helpful to have that sort of buddy system and he's sort of volunteered that because he finds it helpful for him to be just really really up with information that's sort of how he copes as well so it's kind of good to have that resource together that buddy relationship going on that's really interesting yeah no I really liked um how you talked about the news in terms of that I have a really good page that I follow called the happy broadcast which promotes only good news and they do like coronavirus editions so obviously nine and seven and all that they tell you all the necessary information but it's quite overwhelming so having this one weekly update from the happy broadcast that just puts things into a really positive light is so good I really recommend that one for anyone they have an Instagram page and a Facebook page so that's so cool. Also, John Krasinski, whatever you have pronounced his last name, he's got <laughs> he's got that uh, some good news on YouTube going at the moment, where he also oh, yeah. does a similar thing, shares good news. That's been fun just to sort of check into that every time we release an episode. 
I find that really interesting, actually, as you were saying, Claire, like different people have different ways of coping because I agree. I'm kind of like you. If I look way too much into, I guess, the media coverage of it, I quite like stats as well. But looking at all the media coverage and people throwing opinions everywhere about what we should and shouldn't be doing, it gets a lot very quickly. But I can totally see that some people might feel a bit better prepared to deal with all this stuff if they have a bit more exposure to that. But yeah, it's really interesting different ways to cope with it. Definitely. Yeah, I've definitely been um, enjoying also, you know, utilising resources that aren't COVID related at all, just to give my mind a complete, complete break on it. So whether that's a podcast while I'm running or, you know, like you're saying, funny, uh, funny people on Instagram following their posts, um, a little bit, a little bit COVID related, but um, I don't know if you guys have seen Hamish Blake um, dropping into Zoom calls. Yes. yes. <laughs> I hope he drops in on this one. <laughs> this would make for a good podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Just good, you know, easy comedy that you don't have to really think too much about. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like making light of the situation. Like, I know people like to take things like this very seriously, but, and it should be taken seriously, but it's just nice to, I don't know, make some memes or like read some memes about it. It just puts it, makes it just a lot lighthearted. And, um, another resource that Headspace is really useful for is a lot of our online groups or our groups have shifted online and one of them in particular is Peerspace. Um, it's open to Headspace clients and it's just a little group for anyone to come to that we can just like hang out and play games like Scattergrees and Pictionary and it's just like a good break from everything going on in the world and we can talk to people going through similar things. Um, we can, you know, make jokes and have our feelings normalised. It's really great for youth ambassadors and even the coordinators too to just get a break from work and study and to talk to people from really different areas of life so that's been really good to get involved in that again that's so cool I love yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> so I guess another thing that has been helping me a lot I don't know about you guys and I guess it's sort of a tip in itself is being more creative uh, with my time because I guess normally we've got commutes and other things that chew up that extra time in your day that you maybe wouldn't get to use um, in certain ways so being home and like work finishing at five and then not having to catch the bus home and things like that has been really great because I have more time to cook <laughs> I'm someone that likes to um, try new things and before this all started we um, sort of housemates and I had talked about starting like a little bread journey <laughs> and uh, getting to know how to make our own loaves and things like that. Um, so it was really well timed in that uh, the book that we decided to cook through um, arrived in the mail, like literally the week that this all started unfolding. Um, so I guess I've been enjoying getting creative with bread baking and cooking and also it's now sort of extended into food photography as well because of it um so it's been really nice as like a little takeaway and self-reflection during all this that maybe I wouldn't have fallen back into that love of photography and things like that if this all hadn't happened I wasn't forced to sort of be home a lot of the time and about how about you guys have you found you've been more creative in any way on the photography front of things, um, it's actually kind of worked well. It's me needing to go for a walk after I finish work or, or my day of study or whatever. But every time I go out for a walk, I like 
just keep an eye out for some things like flowers or something that looks really pretty or a nice sunset in the sky. And I've just kind of started taking more photos and getting into photo editing and that sort of stuff a lot more because that was always an interest of mine. But now I'm just finding a bit more time and, and finding that it really helps clear my head a little bit as well from the whole day and just being able to just get into it and just edit a photo and make mm. it look even better. It's just a nice way to just kind of clear head and start over. Do you find it helps ground you a bit too? Because I like, I think when you're focusing so deeply on an image or a thing or like bread or whatever, like it helps ground me more in the moment than being caught up in everything that's going on. Yeah, absolutely. When you, especially if I'm going for a walk and I'm kind of on the lookout for small things to really appreciate. Yeah, absolutely. It kind of helps with that mindfulness. Yeah, like picking up five things you can hear and five things you can see and maybe not taste on a walk but (laughs) (laughs) touch touching the flowers um one thing that I've been doing and I know a lot of my friends have because I've been kind of forcing them to is you know those like monthly things where you have a different task every day Mm -hmm. yeah those on Instagram that people yeah I've started a May one. Um, I'm trying to stick by it. And it's actually really good because I have my friends to make me accountable for it because they're doing it too. But they have a lot of creative options. Like I used to read so much as a teenager and I've just kind of grown out of it. But um, some days it's like read 10 pages of a book and it doesn't seem like that much. But when you haven't read for so long, when you've only read uni textbooks, it's, it is kind of a lot, but it's just like a low pressure task that can easily boost your mood. And you kind of go into it thinking, oh, this is ridiculous, like 10 pages of a book. But afterwards, it just opens up your mind so much and you're more motivated to kind of get into your study and maybe do tomorrow's task because you're like, oh, that was nothing I can do tomorrow easily. So That's cool. Have you found anything because we're like a week or so into May um, <laughs> out of it that something that you think you'd take away at post like past May or has it just been sort of interesting to try different things from these prompts a lot of them have been like trying new recipes or try to cook something different and I before this couldn't even poach an egg like so I'm trying to I'm gonna try and carry new recipes out of this hopefully as it goes into May they might recommend me certain things to make because my creative mind is at the bottom of the barrel right now and I just like, oh, I'll just make spaghetti every night so <laughs> I'm hoping as it gets closer they give me more recipes to try out but yeah I definitely carry that out of May <laughs> yeah yeah, some of my um, some of my really good friends have you know gotten really creative and started painting all these incredible things. But I unfortunately don't have a creative bone in my body. Um, <laughs> I can't even really draw stick people very well. But um, I've really been enjoying cooking, like you girls have mentioned, uh, homemade pasta and gnocchi and um, paella and yum. Can I come yum. over? Yeah. <laughs> I've just found like like you you were saying you know Steph with the photographs it's a really kind of like a mindless type thing where I really just focus on that and I'm not really thinking about other things which is really nice and I kind of look forward to doing it um, throughout the whole day and then to you know put something on the table that you've accomplished is yeah it's really nice and watching everyone enjoy it. I guess when we're doing all of these really creative flexible things I think it's also important that um, we don't put so much pressure on ourselves to come out of this with like a toned body and like big muscles and masterpiece of paintings like (laughs) it's important that we just take it slow and we take regular breaks throughout this throughout studying and working um, making sure that we're 
stepping away from the computer screens and getting outside. I know before this, I wasn't really much of an active person, but I follow um, a girl on Instagram who kind of started her own ebook. And at the start of this, she encouraged everyone to go out and do it and she'd do it with us. And having something to do every day has been really great for me. Getting outside and walking and kind of getting exhausted before I have to study actually helps me focus a lot because it takes so much out of my day doing a big exercise that I don't really have much left in the day to study. So I've got a little bit more pressure to do that before the end of the day. So yeah, um, taking regular breaks and going out and maybe getting active or out of your study is really beneficial. Yeah, I also find that with that sort of thing as well, with with taking breaks or doing something completely different, it really helps to focus on the end, like the feeling of just that that mental clarity that you can start and and focus on something else or um, the fact that you feel just so much better for doing it as opposed to, you know, thinking, oh, I'll gain this skill during during social distancing or I'll become like this amazing cook or something like that instead of focusing on that sort of thing and just embracing I guess the the feeling of just being in the moment and doing something so so much focusing so much on it that you're just not thinking about anything else to do with it and it's just such a nice break I guess and it's always helped me trying to focus on that as opposed to feeling like I have pressure to do a thing Mm -hmm. just I'm just doing the thing because I really want to do it yeah I couldn't agree more Um, I'm really big on taking breaks and getting out in the sun if I'm not, you know, going for a run or something, but like in the middle of the day, um, if I'm having lunch, I will purposefully take a chair from, you know, our kitchen outside, sit in the sun and eat my food or go for a quick 20 minute walk around the block. And it honestly just, it does wonders. I think it just kind of resets you and then you come back and you're so much more focused on the task. I'm definitely the same too. Like an interesting reflection is like, I thought I was taking regular breaks and then like the other, was it last week? It must've been last week. Cause I'll go for runs like a couple of times a week and I kind of use that as my outside time. And that's all cool and everything, but I'll do a run and then come straight back home and not really like acknowledge the outside. I don't know how to explain that, but I found like last week after my run, I walked a little bit at the end of it just to sort of like breathe and take time and that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, that's actually a break. Like, because <laughs> I'm not focusing on my time or my speed or my running form or things like that and like trying to like achieve something out of the task. It was actually just being there. So, yeah, I definitely think taking regular breaks and actually making sure they're actually breaks is important too. Yeah. And I really like that point about how you thought, like, even though you were taking a break, you didn't even realize and I think a lot of people are struggling with that during this time is that they're thinking like I'm not doing anything if I'm taking a break like I'm not growing like I should be but really like we're do we're doing as much as we can like we're surviving during this time and that's a lot more than people think and it's probably more than people realize yeah 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 would you I say think, that's uh, yeah I think um I think we all need to you know just be a lot kinder to ourselves like and just be you know show show that self-compassion um like you just said Ali we're all we're all experiencing something so unusual right now and everyone's gonna deal with that differently and have different experiences and different outcomes from it and I think we just you know need to not be too hard on ourselves I think it's a good time to also um model that self-compassion for yourself just get into the habit of being compassionate because I think sometimes even when we're not doing COVID and things like that we sometimes can be so hard on ourselves of like I'm not achieving this or if I do achieve it then you move on to the next thing without 
being really kind to yourself for getting to that point. So I think it can be a good time while we have time <laughs> to like model those behaviors to yourself and sort of set it as a habit that you just do, like checking in with yourself. Yeah, I really like it. And I think um, not many people realize that, you know, during this time, if we're making ourselves feel guilty about sitting around watching Netflix, um, as much as we think it's not really affecting our mind in that moment, body can kind of, you know, feel the effect of it maybe like a week later or our mental health can feel it. Um, and I think, and I encourage everyone, even if you're just sitting watching Netflix or even during the ad break or if you're doing squats and you exercise, like every time you do a squat, say something really positive about yourself. Say, I'm so proud of myself, you know, I'm smart, I'm creative. I've been doing that and it's it's a really good feeling. Like I didn't, I felt kind of silly doing it because my housemate was watching me. <laughs> <laughs> but I really felt good afterwards. Like I was in the shower and I was, wow, like you don't realise the effect it has on your mind until you really sit back and think wow that really helped so I encourage everyone to do that that's cool so it's definitely that checking in on yourself that helped identify yeah. what was good about yeah. that yeah I think you're right because a lot of the time we might do something and not take that time to check in on ourselves about whether that was helpful or not um so yeah especially implementing some of these tips we've talked about if you do them like checking in was that helpful not helpful why why not could be um important as well during all of it but in saying all of that as well like we are saying all these tips and all this sort of stuff but like if you do have a day where you just like do nothing because everything is really overwhelming like that's totally fine i've had that day uh, like a couple times and even when i talk to co-workers like everyone just seems to have this like time period just everyone just hasn't done okay for like a few days here and there and like it's totally fine you don't need to be like doing implementing all these tips all the time and trying to be like an amazing human (laughs) because we're not we are just human you know and we need to kind of process and take time to just kind of be okay with not being okay definitely couldn't agree more yeah and even if you like you do find yourself having consecutive days where you're feeling um anxious for the first time i know that can be really confronting um for a lot of people who haven't felt like this before you're kind of like why am i feeling this way i'm not sure what's making me feel this way but just know that a lot of people are going through the same thing and there is so much support available if you are feeling that way um i know it can be really hard to tell your friend or maybe your housemate that you're not feeling great or you're feeling down but just talking about it to someone is can make a huge difference I know probably a lot of us in this podcast have over the time of quarantine felt or had those days where we're just like yeah it's not a good day but tomorrow's a new one and I know I've got so many people feeling the same way definitely for sure and also because um headspace is running uh adapting to the situation but still running at the moment so if it does get to that point where you feel like you do need to reach out beyond the friends and family and get that external support you know headspace is still here doing everything that's going on yeah and even if you don't want to call up they have eheadspace which is a free program you can just log on and talk to someone and it's really great and yeah you just talk about it to someone um maybe it's quite it's actually quite nice talking to someone like that knows what they're talking about I guess like as great as it is talking to a friend I don't think there's anything better than having someone like a professional normalize your feelings and telling you that it's okay yeah I know that like family members like my mom my sisters 
going through all this for the first time, I've kind of, I've kind of talked them through and like had a chat with them about that sort of stuff. But a hundred percent, I've given them the resources like Headspace, sent them links and stuff as well to have a bit of a chat over the internet, like an online chat or just looking up self-help resources as well. Just because, yeah, like exactly as you said, it's so nice just to have a professional or something that deals with mental health on a regular basis to say, you know, this is totally fine and give you practical help for your specific situation too. Well, thanks you guys for tuning in. Uh, we've had a bit of a chat about coronavirus, dealing with all that sort of stuff. And don't forget 100% if you need any support, Headspace is available, but there are also other resources. And also on the Headspace website, there's links out to other resources too that might be helpful for you. So if you're having a bit of trouble, you're absolutely not alone. And there's support services everywhere. Just just take a look and it will be there for you. Thank you for listening and take care of yourself.